artist Andrew Bogle has embraced the opportunity to market his art online on the website Artful, which profiles the work of New Zealand artists to a national and international audience. We have a gallery of Andrew's images on the Standing Ramoni webpage. The former curator at the Auckland Art Gallery, Andrew started out as a printmaker before experimenting recently with painting on wood panels. Uh, I started this only about a year ago, and... um I haven't done any painting for many years. I've preferred pastel, but um, I just suddenly had this idea I wanted to do some painting, and uh, I found a source of wooden panels that are just perfect for it. They're basically a thin plywood on a wooden frame, and uh, I am working with spray cans on it, but using similar kind of stenciling techniques that I've used over the years with my pastel drawings and printmaking. There are some artists who stay with pretty much the same media or medium over a long length of time. You have been experimental despite this love for pastels that we'll talk about in a moment. Uh, so what got you thinking about painting on wooden panels? Uh, well, <laughs> I have to say it's, it was partly the expense of uh, framing works on pastel. Because they're so friable, and I don't like to use fixative, I generally get them framed once I've done them, and uh, it's quite an expense. So when you've got um, 10 or 20 works, you know, you're talking thousands of dollars. But there's something about the wood which really appeals to me. It's got a warm quality, and, you know, with paintings, you have to prime them and paint the background and so on, whereas these forms just hover on the wooden background and there's a, there's a warmth to them that I like. For the stencils, what are the sort of shapes that you're creating? Give us a feeling for these new works. They're mainly geometric shapes, trapezoids, rectangles, uh, ellipses, and they're quite ambiguous. So these shapes intersect at strange angles I suppose the best thing to say is that they're very uh, contradictory kind of perspectives. I see that you like working digitally on, uh, I think it's an iPad Pro, Andrew, that you use. What does that offer you that, uh, I don't know, a pencil on paper doesn't? I use an app called Procreate. And the great thing about that is that you can make a mark and remove it if if you don't like it. You can uh, progressively erase parts of the work and start again. So very flexible. You can get a whole range of textures, full palette of colours. And the great thing is that you can do it when you're on the move. We quite often go down to our batch on the Kafia Harbour and uh, I take my iPad with me and I can continue to work down there without a mess of materials. Uh, It seems to be fine. So is it still like a draft? Are you creating very detailed works that you will then translate onto paper or wood, Andrew? Or are these more capturing ideas as they come to mind? They are capturing ideas as they come to mind, but some of them I do translate into other works, either in pastel or on these wooden panels that we've just been discussing. So it's, uh, it's a very good way of experimenting. And uh, it's a very versatile medium as well. I know that in so many ways it 
put the brakes on your own career as an artist, Andrew, but reflecting on your time as a curator um, at the Auckland Art Gallery and also I think you were uh, an independent curator too, is it a little bit like people starting to uh, want to write a book? You know, the advice is read as many books as you can and that will help you to be a better writer. By immersing yourself in the art of others, do you think that's helped you as an artist? Not really, um, in that when I was a curator, I was always working with artists who were working in completely different areas. I think that my own work is a completely separate thing. Must have been frustrating for you, though, or did you love your time curating? Oh, no, I loved it, and I continued doing my own work uh, periodically as I could. Um, It was a full-time job, of course, and I was there for 20 years, but... uh, when I could, I would continue to do my own work, but um, I really had to put my career as an exhibiting artist on the back burner. I was exhibiting, uh, first of all, with the Barry Lett Gallery in Auckland and uh, to some extent with the Peter Webb Gallery, also in Auckland, when I was appointed a curator in 1976, so I was still actually at art school when I got that job. I certainly wasn't setting out to be a curator. So uh, I was a curator of prints and drawings for two years. And uh, on the second year, 1978, I did a major retrospective of the Californian artist Ed Ruscha, uh, which some of your listeners may uh, may have heard of, but um, um, a lot of people aren't aware of him, even though he is probably the preeminent Californian artist. And uh, just of interest, um, in 2019, Christie's in New York sold a painting of Ed Ruscha's for $52.5 million dollars which gives you some kind of idea, at least, of uh, his standing amongst collectors. This is a this was a painting that he had done in 1964 called Hurting the Word Radio. Not a particularly large painting, only about a, a metre square, which he had sold to a couple of Californian collectors called Jack and Joan Quinn for $200. So this painting in 2019, fetched the highest price at that Christie's auction, which in New Zealand terms, I think, would be somewhere around about $83 million. Goodness. And he was a friend of yours. He became a friend of yours, didn't he? He became a friend of... uh, He came out for the opening at the Auckland Art Gallery, and uh, he uh, travelled around a bit. I negotiated the purchase of a painting by Ruscha for the Auckland City Art Gallery, a painting called Love Chief, which um, I think would be uh, (laughs) extremely valuable now. Was that one of the joys, Andrew, of curating, getting to know the artists? It is, yes. And I think uh, to some extent maybe my relationship with, with artists as a curator was affected by my uh, being an artist myself. You know, we, um, we're we like a kind of a brotherhood, I suppose. And I think that was probably one of the more rewarding aspects of the, of the job. What I did do for a number of years was 
curate artists and residents projects. So the artists actually came out to Auckland from places like Australia and America and Britain and Germany and often created their works in situ. So instead of just exhibiting existing works by these artists, they were actually responding to the situation here. Artful, this online marketing tool. Did you like the idea from the start? I'm not sure if you kind of embraced it more during COVID when, of course, people couldn't go to dealer galleries. Or do you think this is very much the way of the future, online marketing for art? I think to a large extent it is. One of the things about online marketing like this is that your works can stay up there on the website, whereas an exhibition in a gallery, they're usually only up for a couple of weeks. If they're not sold, they go back into the storeroom and um, are invisible to the public. Whereas the good thing I think about Artful is that the works, you know, they persist. So, um, of course, you can't see the actual physical work, but the photography is of a very high standard and you can show details and works and uh, different angles of the work. So I think it might be the way to go in the future.